1: Accounting
0: Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by
2: Accountex. Oh.
3: Yes, this is UK Matters in Accounting, Rob Brown here with our show going live every Friday for our regular listeners. This used to be a show called The Accounting Influencers Podcast. It moved from one show with six episodes a week to five shows a week, and this is the Friday show. It focuses on UK Matters in Accounting and we're continuing with our series of live interviews done at AccountEx 2022. For those of you that don't know AccountEx, it's the biggest event in Europe, probably one of the biggest in the world, with a combination of speakers, professional development, providers, suppliers, all of the vendors to the accounting profession, loads of finance people there, funding people there, software people there, loads of accountants tuning in. And we did a series of live interviews over the two days as the official broadcast partners of AccountEx. And in this week's episodes, we have interviews with Alex Aubrey, Commercial Director at circuit.io. We have Mike Dean, co-founder and managing director at Whisper Claims. We have Rachel Quinn, marketing manager at Bright. It was Bright Pay, now it's Bright, huge brand. And Dan Johnsfield, consultant and top sales guy at T Tech. They provide technological support for big accounting firms. Enjoy the live bus and enjoy the interviews. It's Accountex, it's day two. I'm here with Alex Orby from Circuit. Alex, good day to you.
0: Nice to meet you again. How was day day one for you, sir? Busy. Busy. Good busy? Amazing busy, yeah. The right people come to Accountex. Tech thinking, forward thinking firms, which is really important for us. Well, you've been to Accountex how many times now? Four or five times at least. You're a veteran, so
3: you know what you're walking into.
0: Does the vibe feel any different, any bigger, or just as it was before? I think people are more engaged this year. I think they've just yeah, not been out for a couple of years. they missed it, haven't they? Yeah, I mean everyone knows of everyone, but actually to have that face-to-face contact again is so important, so important. Yeah. What
3: conversations have you been having on here, Alex? Who's coming to the stand? Look,
0: obviously, we're mainly focused on audit. So, we've A lot of audit firms who are just trying to automate the existing steps first. There's a lot happening in audit, isn't there? No, absolutely. There's loads of regulatory pressure. Um, obviously, we hear bad stuff in the news, of course, around um, fraud and stuff that can happen. Um, but internally, all the audit firms are forward thinking. They just need the opportunity to actually make some change. And they will do that in time. How absolutely. does Circuit help them with that? So we are focused on the existing, so any existing audit process we can automate. So whether it's bank confirmations, getting transactions directly from the bank, we're really unique as an open banking provider. So we're one of the few here that are directly regulated to do that. So we have the APIs, connect to the bank, and give us you know, verified data to the audit team, which is critical. I guess part of your presence here is existing clients
3: can come to you and talk yeah. about things as well as the new people interested in it. Oh, what do you guys do? Again,
0: we haven't been able to meet anyone for, what, two years now? So uh, just having the clients and say, chat, is so important. And it's funny to see the whole body. It's funny <laughs> to see if, the actual person. is really, really good. Really well, you talk about the
3: whole body. If we look around here, the camera can't see it, but there are hundreds of exhibitors, vendors, yeah. suppliers, providers. Yeah. How collaborative is circuit? How important are strategic partnerships in what you're
0: doing? divided because you know even if there is competition here and there it's about an education piece generally especially around open banking there's a lot of sort of unknowns about it. Um, so sort of loads of work for the industry to do. I'm How can to help? We don't mind if you don't use circuits. Absolutely fine. Um, but it's worth a chat with anyone about it. That's well, really an cool. interesting approach
3: because some vendors are quite adversarial and competitive. Cards close to the test. You're quite open, collaborative. The pie's getting bigger. There's enough for everyone.
0: Yeah, you know, I think if the, the vendor is comfortable and confident with what yeah. they, their proposition, it helps as well. I think we're really happy where we are.
3: Well, you seem confident with your circuit proposition. Why are you so confident on how you stack up
0: against the competition? Um, we're one of the, the sort of new entrants in the market, so we've always been cloud from day one, and it helps us to make really rapid deployments of the platform. So we get, you know, really clear big asks from clients, but we're able to deliver them really, really quickly. Um, we work with yeah, over half of the top 100 already, so um, we're making some really good progress. It's mm. great. You talk to a lot of accountants, Alex. What do you feel are the key skills, attributes they're
3: going to need in the next few years to stay relevant and competitive?
0: It comes down to the individual. I think it's motivation, attitude as well, ability to sort of learn and take on new ideas, and actually just test and be prepared to fail a little bit. So I think it's about the like, people first. Um, Yes, there's a lot of chats around, you know, uh, data scientists and stuff like that. It's smaller firms are never going to be really in a position to have those people in-house. So it's about willing to work with vendors and have conversations, see what works for you as well. But I always say, test it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's not right for you. A vendor should be able to hold their hands and we go, we're not right for you right now. So give them a go. And final question, Alex.
3: What excites you most about what's coming up in audit over the next few years? Because uh, you live and breathe this stuff, do Yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> honestly, I think that open banking is, is so important, you know. How is that going to change for So right now, if you're looking at a bank, you know, it takes hours and hours and hours for an audit team just to verify that that is complete and accurate data and the client has interfered with it. Being able to just standardise that data on the bank side straight away, it's a huge bit. Loads of vendors here talking standardising data, accounting systems, you know, got the Sages, etc., doing all of that on that side. On the bank side, it's still in its infancy. So it's a really quick win for a lot of firms to sort out.
3: Well, Alex harvey has been great talking to you for Always, on second. Well. very much. Speak to you soon. At Accountex. It's day two. I'm thrilled to have you with me today. Daniel Johnsfield from T Tech.
1: Hi, Daniel. Good to see you, Rob. You are. Well? We're doing really well. Day Especially two. You. How was day one for you? Day one was fantastic. Some really good seminars. Great to see customers and prospects swinging by the stand, helping people with their t- tech issues.
3: Now, are you an Accountex veteran? Have you done loads of these or
1: first I, I have done many of these. Right. I have. Trodden You've been in this these, game a while. You? I've trodden these balls, <laughs> man and boy. What <laughs> did you learn yesterday? Um, yesterday, I think the big takeaway is that. The legacy software providers are really starting to understand that they need to step their game up in terms of allowing people to integrate. Because all of the smaller software providers, each and every single one of their stands, they say, we integrate with this and this and this and this and this. And so you've got a beautiful suite of applications that all talk to each other. This needs to become standard. Yeah.
3: So you're banging that drum. Oh yeah.
1: Are they taking the oh, no, I, I won't stop. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's good. Actually, we're having some great conversations with some of the bigger software folks, and um, they are absolutely uh, changing their trajectory.
3: And for people that don't know, what does T
1: Tech do? Right. So, uh, so T Tech, we are the one-stop shop for an accountant when it comes to their technology needs. So we provide the highest quality IT support. Um, so all of our engineers understand accountancy applications and also the roles that accountants perform. So if somebody in payroll on the 28th of the month calls somebody in our support team with an issue, that person picking up the phone doesn't need to be told the context, because they already know, they already understand. Yeah, And it makes a huge difference.
3: You talk to a lot of managing partners and leaders in accounting firms. What are the key challenges they're facing right now? What are they talking to you about?
1: Number one is absolutely recruitment. No doubt there's just such a dearth of skilled people in the UK right now. Why is that? Um, well, uh, we could we could point the finger at the government. That's that's easy to do. We can do that for everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think that many accountants are now stepping up and training people internally. So even taking on people who don't have any qualifications in accounting as yet, and just have the the right aptitude, the right mindset, the right personality type, um, and training them up themselves, which is fantastic to see. There's also the other two major ways of addressing this issue, is, which is a lot of offshoring, we're seeing a huge amount of this. Um, but I think the more intelligent approach, of course, is automation um, and also optimizing and standardizing processes because. I I know there are so many payroll departments, I'm talking about payroll a lot, but there are so many payroll departments, so many audit departments, they could double their customer base if they just standardised their processes and automated the donkey work without actually increasing their headcount at all.
3: What do you feel, Daniel, are the key skills and attributes that accountants are going
1: to need in the next few years to stay relevant and competitive? Right. Well, the first thing is that software is eating the world. So if you want to remain relevant, you need to be technologically minded. I think that modern day literacy is, uh, is actually understanding computing. Um, I think that all accountants should have an understanding of Python as a programming language. So,
3: you want to turn them into coders and, and geeks? Absolutely
1: not, absolutely not. They just. Do- techni- just technologically minded, that's something different. Isn't that's, it? that's the thing, right? You don't need to know how to bind a book in order to write a novel. Right. But it might help a bit. Yeah. So so you need to you need to understand that, that foundation, that basis of what we're actually building our businesses on. Yeah. That's super important. Yeah. What yeah.
3: excites you most over the next few years, what's
1: coming up? Um, I, I, okay, what, what really excites me most is that I know what's coming, which will be a fully unified suite of compliance software born in the cloud with open APIs. And when that happens then we'll all rejoice because that's going to fix so many problems. But it's not here yet. Uh, When it does, the whole industry will be well, really accountants
3: as a breed are not known for their agility and their ability to adapt, so it's, it's a your slow burn, pro-
1: is it? it? It's it's not the accountants. It's the software providers. Ah, okay. That is the issue. The accountants will snap it up the second that it's, it's available. Okay. I was at a conference a couple of weeks ago, loads of managing partners, and each and every single one of them was champing at the bit to be able to actually move themselves into the cloud. So as we look around now, yeah.
3: here are the people at fault in a way, this, we're
1: surrounded by hundreds of accounting and fintech vendors. Sure. Why are they so slow on the uptake? Right. Well, it, it's really the problem is the size of the UK market. That is the major issue, is that if you look at the sort of top 200 accountants, um, any software provider, if they're lucky, they'll get, let's say, half of them or 25% of them. Um, and that isn't actually that much revenue to build a fantastic platform. That's the issue. Yeah. Now, what they did in the US. What the accountants in the US did. They formed a consortium, they built their own software and they started to sell it to the rest of the market. And that has been exceedingly effective for them. I'd love to see it happen here, but accountants need to get used to and more comfortable with opening the kimono.
3: You bring up a great point, Daniel. Apparently
1: there are more accountants in the state of New York than there are in the whole of the United Kingdom. Great staff. So it's just a bigger
3: market, isn't it? Right. And there's more to play with, so R&D right. has a better return. That's it. That's, that's, that's the core of the issue. Mm. Yeah. Well. We've got to do something about it, and you guys are starting at T Tech. Uh, what's your crusade, what's your big vision, what's your big goal for the next few years with T Tech?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the big thing that we're doing, of course, the, the core of what we do is we will provide that rock-solid IT support, that high-quality IT support, that's the foundation, specifically that? for accountants, that's the foundation, but we, of course, we have to push the envelope. If we're going to serve our customers well, we have to help them to modernise, and so that's what we do. We help them to, to unify the applications that they have, and all of the, the shortcomings of the application suite that is available, we help to... <laughs> Plaster over those cracks using automation, uh, reporting technologies, all things like that. Yeah, and you've done too. That's been great. Thanks for your time yeah, today. Absolute pleasure, Rob. Good to see you again.
3: So here we are we're live at Countdown. I'm with Mike Dean of Whisper Claims. Mike, good to see you. And you, Rob. And now we're here, the calm before the storm. It's live. There's some music. Just pan around, Paul. What is happening there? There's a band going on. There's, uh Look at that. You're just giving us a bit of background music, aren't they, Mike? They're obviously recognizing what a legend you are. So, uh,. It's the calm before the storm. Thousands of people are going to descend on us in just a moment. Are you ready for this?
2: We are. I'm ready-ish. Yeah, we had a bit of a disaster last night with the stand graphics. Okay. They've actually been sorted out by this morning by magic, so that's that's a good start.
3: Well, you've got your team here and uh, they look like they know what they're doing. They're crowded around that the screen, yeah, but there's going to be a lot really of conversations job. they'll be having.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we're set up to um, to run demos today. We've got a few people that we know are coming along to, to get a okay. product demo during the course of the day, which is why we're overmanned on the stand. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to seeing existing customers and some new. Pushes. Have you done a Countex before? Yes. So we did the last one three years ago. Yeah, no, yeah. so that, and that was our very first one. We were in okay. a tiny little uh, startup booth at that point. So we've moved on since then, which is what, great. What have you learned from that, Mike, that you now bring to
3: this? Because this is a different time, isn't it?
2: Yeah, what have we learned Blimey. I I suppose when we when we came in last time we literally just launched the business of that. Point. Okay. So we knew very little about, you know, how to segment the market, who our customers were actually gonna turn out to be. Okay. Um, so we're a lot more kind of uh, I suppose we understand the market a lot better now than we did than we did then. We understand who it is, who are our user base and what they get from using us? A stand here isn't cheap.
3: It's a big investment in people, in time. How do you go about measuring whether this has been successful for a while? Yeah,
2: that's a great question. I, I, to be honest with you, I've always been a skeptic of, of shows okay. and that, you know, whether there's a direct return yeah. on that investment. I think there's two things. What the, the direct thing, which is easy to measure, is have we had demos? Have we got, you know, have we got leads out of the show? Yeah. But I think actually maybe more important than that is just the awareness raising that you know people see us here, they yeah. get to know the name, they hear about us. I've got a speaker speaker slot tomorrow again. That's just about raising yeah. the profile of, of the Whisper Flames brand.
3: And you've got your team here. What have you told them to get ready for a day like this? Because I bet not all of them have been to AccountEx before.
2: Well, it's, it, to be honest, it's mainly about being ready to talk about the product and show it show okay. it to people. But I guess an element of it is to guard all the uh, guard all the swag. Yes. And uh, give out plenty of chocolate.
3: There's a lot of that, isn't there? <laughs> You've been in this game a long time, Mike. What do you feel are the top skills and attributes that accountants are going to need over the next few years to compete?
2: Oh. Another good question. I mean, We do questions, we that's in, how this yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. well, we, we, we live in the world of advisory services, R&D right. an advisory service, and, of course, what we've developed is a cloud based platform that enables an advisory service to be delivered. Okay. Now, you know, there's been talk for the last, what, four or five years or so about that shift from compliance to advisory, Big which talk. is what my
3: yeah. talk's about yeah. tomorrow. Yeah.
2: Um, and I guess what you're going to see is more and more tech adopted in that part of the accountants' world. So it's how do you enable people to deliver? More and more sophisticated and complex services, and therefore more revenue and more value add using tech. And mm-hmm. that's what we're all about. Too.
3: And your talk tomorrow, tell us a little bit about that. What's the title and what will be the key yeah, takeaways? Yeah, so it's all
2: about it's all about winning advisory market share. Um, so I'm sharing the platform with Richard Bruin. Yeah. Um, and, a legend in and, the game. Exactly, yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking sort of generically about that journey that the candidates are on. What's advisory all about, which of course some people have heard before, but we've got Rich's sort of slightly different take on. Well you on ask ten
3: that. accountants what advisory is, you'll get twelve
2: different answers. Exactly, yeah. So yeah. you're on an
3: education crusade as exactly, well. Exactly, yeah,
2: that's it. And then of course, you know, you, you won't be surprised to know that we conclude at the end of it talking about Whisper Globe's position in that in that journey. Yeah. Um, I mean we've we've got 160 customers now who are right across the UK, firms of different shapes and sizes, who are all on that journey and and leveraging technology to help them. Just
3: explain real quick what Whisper Claims do, Mike.
2: So we are a cloud-based app that enables accountants to deliver R&D tax services quickly and easily. Research and development. Yes. 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 Which Um, is an
3: international term, isn't it? Everyone understands that. It is,
2: Yeah. And I suppose, you know, why why is tech important in that? A lot of accountants are outsourcing that service, so they will use specialist consultants to do it. Actually, a lot of them are ignoring the opportunity completely as well. And they see it as a kind of niche, perhaps complex area of attacks. And actually, it's not, yeah. if you've got the right tools sure. to hand. And that, that's what we're doing. Now when you look around
3: at a big event like this, we've got thousands of people here, hundreds of exhibitors.
2: Some of your competition
3: are in this room. Yes. How equipped are you to deal with a fight that's coming up?
2: Well, we've got, I mean, the, there are, if you like, technical USPs about our product, they're okay. very different to our competitors, and that's one of the challenges for a business like us, is how do you keep ahead mm. in that regard and make sure that the, the, the technical features of our products are ahead of everybody else. Yeah. Now, we were we were the first to launch a product specific for R&D, specifically for accountants. so because of that, we've sort of got a three-year head start on, on one or two of our competitors. So from, functionality point of view a lot is there. Well that's a kind of constant battle. But I think the key thing is we've got 160 customers who by the way have, have delivered about 80 million of tax benefits to their clients. That's decent. Um, so there's lots of case studies and lots of people talking about us and the value they brought to us mm-hmm. and getting our competitors do whatever that. So you know it's using every trick in the book if you like to keep keep ahead. And you
3: specialise for accountants why is that important? How are they different to other sectors like? Because is well,
2: around isn't it? It is. So the key thing for r&d at the minute is um, hmrc are bringing in some new rules into the scheme in the next 12 months this is a matter of revenue and customs yes. could be the irs uh, say, in right. the, States, yes. but yeah. the tax authorities everyone's bringing in
3: digitisation of tax yeah
2: well what they're, what they're, they're doing they're changing the rules slightly to tighten up the scheme to stop let's call them cowboy operators, Bogus and stretching, claims. stretching yeah. the boundaries of the scheme. Yeah. Yeah. So um, tiny things up by bringing in th- things like every claim that's submitted from 2023 right. will have to have a report associated with it, a comprehensive report, will have to be signed off by the client, yeah. we will have to have the advisor identified. These are all new measures, and they're all about controlling these um, rogue operators in the yeah. market. Now, HMRC are not talking about introducing regulation just yet, but they are talking about the fact that accountants obviously are accredited, professional people, and there's a sort of leaning towards, they'd rather have people like that doing this sort of work. Yeah. Um, so again, our business model is all about equipping the right people with the right tools to do the job. For the Sounds great.
3: Final question, Mike, what are you most looking forward to for the next couple of days? Uh,
2: meeting these thousands of people <laughs> that are going to be here. And Current customers. Uh, no, current customers. They'll course, be visiting. Yes. They? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got quite a few. So because on you'll online. have some that you never met in person. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, in fact, most of our um, onboarding is done remotely, so it's, it's quite a rare thing that we meet people face to
3: face. We see a lot of them online, but it's rare that we see them face to face. Fantastic. Well, well we right. might come back later for some chocolate. it great to, talk to you. are welcome. Cheers, Rob. we're at the end of day one and i'm thrilled to be with rachel quinn of bright pay how are you doing
4: not too bad you're holding up well yeah fairly tired after today i can
3: imagine (laughs) it's been on your feet all day what's kept you going coffee chocolate oh
4: just i suppose the interest in this after (laughs) no it's been a very very busy day we've had so many people over to the stand and yeah it's just it's amazing to be back after three years of not having this so yeah it's great oh definitely definitely definitely.
3: (laughs) now you've got a big stand here a lot of you people are looking on. <laughs> how do you measure how much of a success this has been for you?
4: I think just how busy we we tend to be all day, and I think just seeing how busy we were all day just definitely proves how much of a success it is. And I just hope tomorrow is just as busy again. That yeah. You really want it,
2: another busy day tomorrow? <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. Why
2: do you come here? Um,
4: I suppose. Both for, I suppose, even to get in front of our existing customers as well with how we can help them. Like I know there's a few features in Brightpay that existing customers didn't even know about that they've been shocked to hear about, and how they can save time through, I suppose, like batch processing and integration with other software. And there's so many ways that just existing customers weren't aware of those features. So it's great, and I know today as well has been great for, I suppose, we've a cloud version of Brightpay coming down the tracks. Um, so that should hopefully be ready towards the end of this year. Uh, for kind of a beta release. So, yeah, no, it's, it's been an exciting year and there's been a lot of interest in that fully cloud version of Brightbeam. And when accountants
3: come up to the stand here and talk to you, what kind of things are they asking you, Rachel?
4: Um, it can be everything. Most of it is how to, how they can actually make payroll easier for themselves. And it, it's a lot of what we do at Brightbeam. It really is trying to make payroll easy for accountants. Um,
3: it shouldn't be difficult though. It really shouldn't. <laughs> um, yeah,
4: no, definitely not. There, I've heard some stories today of people where they spend hours and hours and hours on a certain task and I've just been shocked at how much time they're spending on on those tasks they are so automated and bright they like. Yeah. What's
3: one of the big insights you've got from talking to your existing customers today?
4: Um, I definitely think it's... The excitement of the, the cloud version of Bright Day is definitely there. It's been such a talking point today. The amount of people asking about it and signing up to be testers. And yeah, you know, it definitely shows that our development is in the right area at the moment. Well, you've
3: got to be in the cloud, haven't you, exactly. to be competitive? definitely, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've got to ask you about, there's been some changes behind the scenes at Bright Pay and venture yes. <laughs> capital money coming in, you've got a big smile on your yeah. face. But uh, how disruptive or good is that for Bright Pay?
4: Yeah, it's been a really exciting year for Bright Pay. We merged with, with Another company, first of all, software. Relate software. Accountancy manager. Um, Relate software, first of all, was the oh, really? first okay. one. Um, so we're now known as Bright, or the official name is Bright Software Group. You're gonna have um, to change
3: all of your branding. Exactly. As
4: well. That'll definitely be done <laughs> for next year. We'll have one one super duper stand for for the lot of us. So, um, but yeah, accountancy manager. Then, as you said, joined us there um, just about two months ago. Um, so they're now part of the, part of the Bright family as well. And. We've had so many customers coming over today where they use both BrightPay and Accountancy Manager, and how much of a good fit it is because we both have, I suppose, the same values, very similar products, and how they help and automate tasks for accountants as well. So,
3: it's a big injection of money. There's a big responsibility on you to spend that well to get your R&D right. What are yeah. your Thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, it, definitely in how we automate or how we integrate our few different products together. So, um, I suppose how. It's looking now to see how we can actually fit BrightPay in with Accountancy Manager to, to really make it even more seamless for accountants again. That Hopefully by next year we'll have more, more of an update on that.
3: Accountants, I'm sure you feel it, have a sense of overload, overwhelm. There's a lot yeah. going on. There's a lot for them to know. Yeah. How do you help them navigate through all of that and cope?
4: I suppose one of the biggest things, we run so many webinars at the moment and it really is just trying to, I suppose, educate accountants on different things and, and how we can help them. Um, and a lot of it is, as long as they introduce that automation into their practice, they can work a lot more efficiently and I know payroll is one of those things that some accountants hate the thought of as well, but it just allows them to free up time to spend on other things, whether it's tax or compliance or any of the other areas that our accountants tend to I suppose, make more profit from.
3: <laughs> what do you feel, Rachel, are some of the key skills and attributes that accountants will need over the next few years to stay relevant and competitive?
4: Definitely, just to be adaptive to digital trends and what's happening, stay on top of it rather than getting stuck in a rut with the software you're used to, just because you're used to it. Uh, just takes keep a bit an of courage, out for though, what's doesn't out there. It? it? Takes a bit of courage to <laughs> it, leave what you. It does. On. Yeah, definitely.
3: Are you asking accountants to become technos then, and nerds and geeks, or is it something different? Because that scares them, doesn't it?
4: Yeah, it's not not completely I suppose there definitely is just ways that things can be automated that they just don't realise that are sitting there they're so easy to use that it's not this big um, big scary thing to I suppose become more digital of a practice so yeah it's definitely something that accountants need to get on board with over the next few years.
3: What excites you most the next few years with Bright, Payout just generally about the accounting fintech space?
4: Yeah, I think, well, first of all, seeing how how popular fintech is here today, when we were here three years ago, that wasn't the same. So it's just how much more that's coming into accounting in a day to day life. There's
3: so many more players, isn't there? Vendors, Definitely, providers, yeah. yeah.
4: Um, but as well, where Bright will be this time next year? Um, who where knows? will you be this
3: time next year? <laughs> uh,
4: well, we'll actually be over.
3: Okay, we'll so ha- we physically. have a different
4: different location, different stand. So yeah. it'll be exciting to plan out next year's stand. Different
3: name on the front of the stand.
4: Definitely, We've yeah. Got
3: <laughs> that. Okay, well, Rachel Quinn of Bright, thank you so much for your time today. Thank
4: you.
0: Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents UK Matters in Accounting with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Sponsored by AccountEx.